We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm taping. I like that we, us crazy guys, Paul Emig, Grant Bills, we tape this in the morning. So it's like, as morning, it is good morning, everybody. Mm-hmm. I got my morning, I got my morning voice. The gravitas. Uh, I'm needlessly hungover on a fucking weekday. On a random Tuesday. On a random Tuesday in the summer. All right. Uh, I do need to tell you guys first about my Karen moment. I'm, I'm, I don't, very, I'm genuinely back, very excited to hear this. Very, very well, excited. Looking back, I, I don't think I, I was in the wrong. And I have to explain the setup of the grocery store so you guys understand what's what's going on. So Metro Market in Shorewood, okay? It's a double-decker. Two floors. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, and there's, like, the first floor is, like, produce and you know, the, the market style of Metro market, Metro markets, like, Hey, we're kind of like a public market. You just, you place your butcher in a different spot. You're not, you're not like breaking ground here. So the first floor is all that flowers, little cafe, Starbucks. Second floor is basically the grocery store. And the liquor department is like, right when you walk in and they, They've changed it now. You know, in the office, when uh, all of a sudden Jim had this office and Daryl had this office that never existed, and then it was just there. Yeah, they never explained how it got there. Yeah, really, that always bothered me. (laughs) So Metro Market did that with a liquor area, and they had this liquor area. They still have the liquor area, but then they have like an exclusive liquor area. It's like you can still get all your beer and wine here, but then some of, not even all the spirits, some of the spirits are in this thing. And there's a cash register outside of it, but nobody's ever sitting there. So every time I buy booze there, I just check it out myself. And the lady comes over and says, okay, da, da, da. you know, you got to be 18 or older to sell liquor. To scan liquor in a grocery store. You gotta be 18. So that's the premise. I walk in, 
get my bottles. And I have many more shoppings to do. This was the first thing I hit. I parked on the first floor, went up to the second, grabbed a couple bottles. I needed to go get some soda. I needed to come back around. I needed to go to the first floor. I needed to get some fish. So you went liquor before groceries? Yes. Okay. The last thing I wanted to get was the salmon that we cooked. Mm, Smart. Yep. So I went and I I had two bottles and I walked out and the guy goes, hey, you got to pay for that here. Now I have many more groceries, shoppings to do. He goes, you got to pay for that here. I go, why? He said, that's why there's a cash register here. And I said, I don't want to do that. And I left my cart there and I just left the store. So what are your thoughts? How did you get from the, how, how that there's a big jump there. From I don't want to do that to I'm just going to leave and buy nothing. I, I, still got the, I went downstairs to get the fish. But then I went to a different store to get the liquor. He, he I don't, I don't, money. No, I, think, I think for this to be your, your moment, though, um, you didn't make a scene. You have to, I, was, I was expecting this to conclude with that you made a big scene, you know. Ask for a manager. A tangible a scene. Oh, you did? No, I mean, if you're this guy and you're working the counter, I think he is the liquor manager, is what his name takes said. And if you're working the counter and this guy goes, I don't want to do that and leaves the cart in the middle and just walks away. <laughs> is that, isn't that, you're going to be like, you, you, you go home and like, if he, he goes home to his wife and he's, you know, people yell all the time. He's not bringing that up at the dinner table, but he's probably like, Sharon, listen to this, what this fucking guy did today. He says, I don't want to pay there. And he left. The cart? What the Frank? What the Frank? We say what the Frank. In this house, we, we, in this house, we respect our elders. We wash our hands. We do the dishes. We say what the Frank and we root for the Green Bay Packers. I, I did hope your story, I did hope your story was going to be more, better, more. More, just just more. I thought I was. I mean, I didn't want you to have made a bigger scene. I'm glad you didn't, but also for story purposes, I hoped you did. Well, I, I you never know, Paul. I could get recognized. I was went to the zoo yesterday, and uh, the guy that took the ticket said, "Are you Bart?" <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, my guy Fred. Yeah. Nice. Zookeeper Fred is that his caller name or something like that back in the day? Yeah. Then we go to that the was- zoo, and there's there's these awesome. there's these two people. We were going to see the gorillas, and these two people left. And they're like, eh, they're not really out there today. They were, but also the husband and wife were dressed up like they were on a fucking safari <laughs> to go to the zoo. Like, what do you think? What do you think you're gonna do here? You think you're Dr. Alan Grant? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of adds to the experience, don't you think? You wear a nice vest, nice beige. I don't know. So, yeah. but what? Because this this liquor thing. Why? What? So I'm going to pay there, walk around in the bag with my receipt, do all my other shopping. Like, what? What's the point? He clearly knew I had more shopping to do. There's still and and the way that it's set up, like I could have just picked up a beer on the way out and then just gone anywhere. I could. I, I, this, it's not all the. It's not exclusive. And I just thought that he was being some because here's here's what I text my parents after this because my parents were here and my okay. wife 
And here's what I texted my parents to tell them uh, what I was doing. I said, I was going to get some booze, but they were making me pay at the register, which they never do. I said, I don't want to do that. I left my cart there and I walked away. Guys, I live society by the rules. I am a good person. I just hate when people make up rules for no reason. I don't like listening to people and having being told what to do. This is the crux of what makes me me. That's oh, so now, now, now this is something we can go on. I don't think this was your. This was a Karen thing. This was this is a Larry David thing for you. I don't like, like being told what to do. Well, it, as long as it's not arbitrary and unnecessary. Like I, I, I could. Like, I, there I, are I, rules to I society. Do my PA job at Forward Madison. I do my PA job, and I didn't really know what the what they wanted, and I did it, and then they go. Hey, actually, these are the, this is kind of like the script of how we want things to say on such. I go, great. Let me know. I, whatever right. you guys want, I'll do. Uh, I'm here for you. Uh, whatever you guys want. Uh, you, you tell me I do it. That's that's fine. But I don't want people to be like, uh, you know, Bart, do this or do your show this way or you have to walk that way or you have to check out. Like, no, I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. There's. There's 50 fucking registers in this place. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't buy liquor first. That's why you end by popping in the liquor store. It's the but last. Then, but but, but, but then this guy's checking out my fish. He doesn't have a scale for that. I, I would probably <laughs> do two separate checkouts. I would then take my cart into the liquor store, add the final item into the cart that I already have, and then pay for it, which is what I did on Saturday. A pick and sell. I should have done what I, I did. I'll go to Metro Market, Bart. Some of us need to you know, shop with the common man. Well, I should have done what I just normally do and just put it on the bottom of the cart and walk out with it. I forgot it was down there. Oh, uh, this uh, one guy I used to know, uh, he got like in trouble for that. And he's like, yeah, I forgot it was down there. And and they go, okay, well, we actually have you on video and documented. You forgot it was down there 20 times over the last two months. Whoa. (laughs) And he's like, you got me. Yeah. All right, fine. I'll buy it. Right, I don't know if you'll know this off the top of your head. I, I think you just did like, you know, you just wrote a curb your enthusiasm bit, right? It's like there's just the unwritten rules of society. Grant, do you have do you have would you have I, I can tell you mine if you want to think of yours. There's one that always drives me nuts or drove me nuts, past tense. But um the biggest one that came up for me recently where I, I, I used to keep like a note on my phone, like a notepad of like things that I would experience and I'd say Okay, if I was a writer for Curb, this would be one of the things I would write. Yeah, this and, is all notebooks. Here we oh go. Oh my god, I I have endless uh, notes in the notes section of the iPhone, um, and one of them was, "You're at Lambeau Field, everyone's going in the inn, and that one motherfucker thinks he's so clever that there's no line in the out <sighs> to fucking to jail with you, sir." Like. Out of society, you're not you're 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 gone. You were you were the one smart guy who's like, there's no line over here. I'm gonna go take the out. Fuck you. You're a, I mean you're a bad member of society. Wow, like, you're, you're almost like doing an impression of me. But th- I'm telling you, this is what fires me. Like I'm genuinely <laughs> this is there's no like acting to this. I'm just pissed even thinking about that someone would be such a shithead. Grant, do you have one? I don't know that I can think of. I, I'm you have sure. your own list of things if you were a curb writer, hypothetically, that you're because you're a total. Yeah, you gotta, you open up your notes app. <laughs> I wrote down. You want to? Uh, the last thing that I wrote down was uh, a quote from the show that I'm watching right now. 
I'm watching Suits, mm-hmm. and one of why the are you watching? Why no? Hold on. Why are you watching Suits? There's so many good TV shows. You're rewatching Suits from the USA I've never Network. Seen it before. I've never what seen it before. Saying, like, okay, go ahead, go for I've it. I've never seen Meghan Markle in anything. I feel like this is a, a piece of the society equation that I need. This is the biggest thing she's been in. I, I got a season in. I was like, okay, so Meghan Markle is in this. What's the thing she's actually known for that allowed her to marry into? Ro- no, that's fucking it. It was a show on USA. Okay. <laughs> uh, in my notes, I wrote down quote tastes like a stagnant pond because one of the lawyers was talking about how a different beverage client tastes like shit. And I'm like, that's funny. I'll use that to diss on a beer that I don't like sometimes, but no situations. I really like Kerr, but I, I haven't written down any situations. Nothing comes to mind. Hmm. Bart, I was not doing an impression of you. I just also have these, there's rules. There's rules of society. You go in the in, you go out the out. You don't make up arbitrary decisions that benefit you. I felt uh, like Larry David in the pick and save this last weekend. It's my my least favorite place in the entire world is the pick and save on Lion Street, right up the hill from Pfizer Forum on Juno. There's not there's not a place in the world I hate more. I I go in there and I'm in line in the liquor store. I'm in line for the checkout, and I the line could be like three four people long. Guaranteed, there's two people in that line that like don't understand how grocery stores work. They get to the (laughs) they get to the register with their things and they're like, wait, you need you need money. You need money. Well, you need money for all the things. Oh, I, I'm sorry. And then they'll leave the things there and then they'll leave. It's like, what the fuck? And I'm all, it always takes forever. I just, I just hate that pick and save. There are people that go grocery shopping and like, if you have a budget, count the prices as you're. What happened to living within your means? You know, only spending what you can afford to spend. That's, that's, I don't know. Nonsense. I have one other one that I, I have one other one I just want to mention because it's another yeah. sports one. I'm not looking at my app, but they were next to each other. Oh, have you ever sat next to the person at a probably a sporting event, but it could also be like a movie theater. But let's call it a sporting event, where in order for them to leave the row, you have to stand up or, or at least move your something, right? Sure, sure. And all they do is stand up and kind of like look in the direction of the aisle. No, excuse me. No, pardon me. Like just, just like an like. I'm just going to kind of stand here. Um, you probably know what I would like to do, theoretically. Um, so uh, what do you think? I'm not, I am not. don't want to say anything. I, I'm not going to be polite. I'm just Paul, going to stand here. Paul's going off today. Yeah, Paul even stood up. I think that Midwesterners As go I'm always standing. I just kind of like crouch. But I'm we go over the top. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I swear I, this last time. Oh, my, like Midwesterners, normally we go over the top with the aisle exiting. But you're saying some people, they don't. They don't. It's specifically it's specifically the one time I wrote it down, the things that my brain decides to remember. I went to a Badgers hockey game for the first time since college. It was like five years ago or something. And we were in a little row. And this person like multiple times got up to come back and go and never at one point said a word, but was plenty chatty. It's not like this was like a quieter person. It's oh. just like, you know what I mean? So that also hurt their case where it was like, I know that you, you know how to communicate and all of that. And you're just, you're just choosing to be a dick. Yeah. I only, uh, I only, I only sit at aisles now. Cause I don't, I'd rather be the guy that gets out. Like, I don't mind if, Oh, you got I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to be the get up guy. Yeah. I don't do want to make a, you can make me. I don't care. Do you have I, don't, a, I don't want to make you. Do you have a consistent which which if you had to get out of an aisle, which way are you going past the person with your butt towards them or opposite? How do you or, or well, do you like, I, go, I go like 
Like I try to like get like a whiff of intercourse. I go front. <laughs> no, I think I go butt. Grant, is that the standard? Is that like I don't know the I don't know the societal rule here. I think what that's is the standard? Yeah, is I go I make myself thin and I slide by. But I'm not a big leave. If I'm at a concert or a game, my ass is in that seat. Or if I'm at church, my butt is on that pew. I, there's no bathroom breaks for me. I will wait until the thing is done. And then yeah, I yeah, I, I'm always so amazed. Like, okay, like NBA halftimes are very short, right? And people who have been to games at Pfizer Forum know, like, if you get up at halftime, it's and a the very good chance. tighter than the normal arena. Oh, okay, I didn't know. But I, I well, they did, actually, not have, they did not account for the average weight of a human when they built that arena. <laughs> the average it is, weight. It w- is very suffocating. If you're a fat like me, if you're a fat, all right. Um, I'm gonna well, no, well, was it, I don't even know what I was saying. Um, oh, but but people who will come back with like five minutes to go in the third quarter because they just really needed that food item or that drink. Like I'm like, you can eat or drink anywhere. You're gonna miss seven minutes of this 48 minute game. But eating at the ballpark is part of the experience. Then plan differently. Like you know, or like I'm not saying don't eat or drink at the game. I'm saying like I'm surprised that a person would opt to miss multiple minutes of the thing. It's different like in a baby of a baseball game, but like you come back from halftime, like the, the uh, Pfizer form is always half empty because anyway. Yeah. yeah, guys, I don't want to do this. That was me from before. Oh, in the liquor store. Happyplacehemp.com. Who needs liquor when I got the, the gummies? Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. There's only one place to check out there. I'm trying to like, how can I, everything's got to be a tie-in and a transition. You're, you're a callback. You're like a stand-up comedian. Yeah. And then, and then, and then she said, sir, that's a hot dog. <laughs> You've been great. Thanks. Fond du Lac, you've been great. Thank you very much. Fond du Lac. Credits. Elementary. Ugh. HappyPlaceTemp.com, the promo code is BART. Now, what is a promo code, you ask? Well, promo code is a couple of words put together that when you enter it on the website, it decreases the price from the original selling price to the promotional price. And so it's a promo code. The great thing about this promo code is the promotional period may not expire. The promo code BART has worked since we started this and until until forever i could get struck by lightning not through the podcast and i would i would hope and be dead and i would hope that five years from now the happy place hemp guys would still honor said promo code happyplacehemp.com the promo code's bart they sell gummies and cbd and thc gummies and they're very good and they help you uh Relax, and I think I might take one after this to kind of take a to a little nap. I think I'm going to take a nap today. I'm going to fall asleep to Daredevil season three. Take a little nap to counteract the Mountain Dew that you're drinking. Yeah, the Mountain Dew, the coffee. I got some other bullshit that's gross called Ready. Huh. I don't know. I had I got it for free on one of my apps. What about it's just like- a big old big old jug of water? Just a big old bottle of water. Oh, I don't drink enough water. You know that. Oh, uh, breaking, breaking Bart health news. 
I started my fitness pal up again. Count some calories. That a boy. Yep. And now, now the problem is the problem is after three days of this, I went from eating way too much during the day to eating very little because I don't want to hit my calorie count. But I eat even less than that because I want to save calories for the boozing I do at night. <laughs> so again, I should just promo code Bart at happyplacehunt.com. What's your what's your what does it tell you your daily like goal calorie amount is? I set it at 2000. So okay, so I did it differently where I put in like okay and whatever it was 13 well, weeks. If I want to lose the weight I want to lose with how big I am, it says like eat 1300 calories. No it doesn't. Slow, <laughs> Paul. 2000s. Yeah. Okay. Mine was set at like if I wanted to lose a pound a week, it was like twenty five hundred calories a day or something like that. Mm. Well, it's a good time for a break. You can do. Welcome you can be doing two pounds a week. <clears throat> huh? You just cut off Not my back. Tim will edit that in post. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Are you going to uh, the game, uh, Grant, the game? Are you going to the Steve Thursday? Uh, should I? Bobby Portis going to be there. Oh, shoot. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to do. I might as well come. I, I should come see what my, my city has to offer. I should go check out the Steve, I think. It's an international friendly. It's not a league game for forward Madison. We've got some team I don't know how to pronounce yet. I should remedy that by Thursday. Probably should. As the PA. Grant, why would Grant, why would you not set up a media interview with the player of the day? Mr. Bobby Portis. Well, I'd probably need some help from the PA announcer at the game. Bart, what do you think about that? <clears throat> you do work on a statewide network now. I would not do it. I, I honestly don't think that they have, like, he has time for it. I don't project statewide, Paul. Look at me. <clears throat> you, you project statewide. <clears throat> and in six years, you'll be selling used cars. God damn it. 
All right. Uh, that, was the, oh. that was the last book. <laughs> I get it, Joe. Did that really take you that 20 that seconds? Took, that took you a weird amount of time, Bart. Yeah, I didn't know. I was, like I said, I'm fucking hungover. As, uh, hungover. Yeah, cat um, on a wall. Ask us a question. You teased your Monday episode was you know, Brewers sweep the Reds and like, and then you had like Otani trade. I skipped the portion where you said you were going to propose. I, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait on that because I don't want to know what you were thinking on your own because there well, is. That portion I was just thinking, here's like based on this website, here's like what it would take. And oh, I didn't so you really did... give an opinion. Oh, well, but then, but then I got drunk on Monday night and changed my Twitter profile picture to Shohei Otani in a Brewer's hat. Well, I don't know which website you use. There's one that has always been very reliable and good with giving that, like how much value, how many points is, you know, is each points. player worth? And maybe, you, maybe that's the one you used. I get hard. Um, and of course, like, because Otani as one of the, he probably will go down as one of the best players to ever play the sport. Despite that, right. It's, you still only get the guy for two months. So his, his value, his points aren't, they're, they're big, but they're not enormous. Um, but he is two players. I would assume that's accounted for within the valuation. I don't know that they did. The Brewers have – here's how the Brewers could get to the Otani points on this trade value scale. 2021 first-round pick Sal Freelich plus 2022 first-round pick Eric Brown Jr. And that's it. No, but the Angels wouldn't do that is the problem. So, so, so hold on. So, like, here's – I'm going to start with that. I'm going to say, like, according to the point scale, so Freelich – you're getting two first round picks, recent two first and Freelick, by the way, is not just a first round pick. He's a very highly, a very highly touted recent first round pick. Freelick, Eric Brown Jr., which according to the trade value chart is enough. And then like, you know, some extra stuff just to kind of sweeten the pot as none of the big names, none of none of, none of your top ten um brewers prospects or anything what like I that. Said was, maybe, maybe a couple other eleven through thirtieth ranked brewers prospects. Would you do Freelick, Freelick, Weimer. It was like Freelick, Weimer, Piance, and uh, no. some other guy. Heavy, heavy. Mm-mm. See, I heavy, heavy. Mm-mm. There's no chance in fucking hell that they're getting Otani. Then there's none. It's gonna, it's gonna be a, it's gonna like, it's gonna be a fun two weeks of Brewers fans bitching about why didn't we trade for. The most expensive rental of all time. It's never happening. See, but, but I, I'm going to pretend like this two weeks there's a chance. Okay. Okay. Here's a mm-hmm for you. And then we can go back to the trade, though. It's more likely the Brewers would acquire. I'm thinking about like Sabathia 2008. It's more likely the Brewers would acquire Otani, a rental, than Arenado, a long term salary fixture that's going to be on your books. For a long time, so more likely, in fact, that they would do uh, a rental in Otani than a long-term pricey type Arenado, mm-hmm, or mm, that Otani is more likely of the two options. Uh, no, Arenado is probably more likely. Why? The Brewers you, you know, trade for Otani, but like seriously though. Like what would stop them? Like what what is stopping you from thinking that it's so it's so, like so outrageous that they would? Um, well, 
last year they were in first place and traded away guys. So yeah, and and they a that was a different head of baseball operations, and two they've learned from that presumably. Um, they they talked about the fact that they learned from it. So I I'm just not, think I, I think that um, so, so like there's people people around here are cheap, but not. I don't know. There's one th- every time I do a, this, this a fantasy draft with these Fondy guys, we do an auction bid, and everyone like hangs onto their money till the very end, and then <laughs> has like forty dollars left over. It's like, well, I don't want to spend. T- it's not real fucking money. <laughs> like, get the guy you want. Oh, oh, I, I, I'll go thirty on him, but I won't go thirty-five. Why? It's fucking. It's, it's Corey Seager. Spend, spend. It's the first guy thrown out there. Always take the first guy thrown out, especially when you're in a draft with a bunch of Fondy cheapos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't know what the value is going to be yet. I say that, though, and I did that this year, and I'm in last place. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, like, the Brewers the Brewers could have a trade for Otani leveled out and done, and then, like, Matt Arnold would have the paper, and he, he would, like, shit himself when – when it's time to make the call, he'd be like, "Okay, we, we. yeah." I just, I just, I just, I don't feel like they could. They, they can't do it. I think the, I think the good thing is though, is that because Plus, that, anyone fit here, he what? What was that? He wears seventeen, and that's already unofficially retired for Jim Cantner, so he won't come. Well, it's not up to Shohei Otani. Um, okay, and I, I just, I don't see. God, I think honestly, it is more likely the Brewers move in the next ten years than it would be they have Shohei Otani on their roster. It just, it is like a, like I don't think I don't think that it's not even like a non-zero thing. It is there is no chance. See, I, 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 I in hell, I disagree. I mean, I, the, the chances of the Brewers signing Otani this offseason is negative one billion. Like, it, of course, so the they're not giving training form is negative. 999. Those two things are completely separate. And in fact, like opposite correlation because like with Sabathia and they, they, they're going to toss him some bullshit like offer in the off season. They, you know, but it was never going to be competitive. They're never going to sign Shohei Otani in a million years. That will like, they will move in the next four days before that will happen. But trading, I don't think I, – I think you're overestimating – yes, this is not me, like, lessening well, the Well, the Angels are also a team that – this guy does not want to trade them. He they don't. The he, doesn't they don't. Be, he doesn't want – Artie Moreno doesn't want – was the owner when Shohei Otani was traded on his resume. But by the way, I, I, think, that, I think the most likely thing is the Angels fucking keep him. What the Angels should do a terrible decision. What the Angels should do is they should trade Otani and then sign him this offseason. That's the that's the best way. What this is why I said I, guys, I'm on CBS radio sometimes. Zach Gelb. Zach Gelb Friday. Sunday I'm on. Writer next Monday through Thursday. Gelby again. But the Angels, they can't convince Shohei right now. They can't convince, they can't look at him and be like, we're committed to winning. And then hold on to this greatest trade asset of all time, right? And, you know, flub their way to another losing record. To convince Shohei to win, you have to trade him to get your team better. Yes, That's how you convince him to win. I mean, but he won't come back. 
if this was the NBA and there'd be bird rights and you'd have like an advantage to sign the guy because he was on your team when the previous season concluded that, uh Oh, did we just lose Bart? No, I made Grant solo just because you and I have been chopping okay. up for a little bit. And I just wanted to see on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. I <laughs> uh, went Grant solo, danshaney.com. Yeah. Um, so Grant, 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 just taking notes. No, I don't know how to get it back. Oh, Oh no. Grand, you know, it actually, you know what, with this version right now, it actually looks like that gif of Jim Carrey from Liar Liar. Yeah, he's doing well, yeah. Yeah. Hey! There we go. Ah. I, I just want to say, Bart, before we go to Grant, because we are over-talking and Grant is under-talking. We are. I, think, I, I do think you're overstating the value that an Otani trade will get for a two-month rental. You're, you're, in, your, in your head, you've over-inflated it. No. Yes. Miller Park. Sold out every day the next two months. Jerseys fly off the shelves. That, that doesn't mean that his trade value, I mean, like, again, Freelick is. He is the home run leader and a top five pitcher. You okay. make it, you're going to make it, you're going to paint this as like that. I don't think Otani is amazing. He is. He's also a two month rental, and, and, and most MLB teams will not, with a, especially like if you're a big market. If you're the Yankees, the Mets, the Giants, the Dodgers, you can just sign him this offseason and not give up prospects now. That Grant. doesn't always work, though. Well, we've seen that, and I, I wasn't going to bring this up, but we've seen that in the NBA where it's like the Lakers or the Clippers were going to get Paul George anyways, so they don't trade for him, and then they don't get him. So I I agree that's with you on that. Felt, that's all the, the Suns or Clippers or Lakers probably felt about Kyrie. But that's the bird rights trap. That's why the it's Mavericks – Oh, it, yeah. it is different. Like it's the bird rights thing. Sorry, it's different, but but that's what I thought of. I, I if you really want Shohei Otani and you think you can sign him long term, I I wouldn't get cute. I would try to acquire him and, and get him in there. I guess if I was the GM of twenty eight teams, I would do it. If I was the GM of the Brewers, I wouldn't do it because you know what would happen if Shohei. If you trade that many things for one guy for two months, you know Shohei like is gonna fucking snap his pen through his hand when he's signing the contract or some brewery suitcase shit. suitcase he'll be packing to need to come to milwaukee and on the way he'll drop a suitcase on his hand or something um <laughs> yeah. i i don't find this topic particularly interesting like i don't think it's interesting to be like should the brewers rent shohei otani because we did that with cc i think we have that guy in the brewers history books i'm with yeah, you this guy hits too he's too i know I'm with you, Paul, that I don't think it'll cost as much as you guys both just drank Mountain Dew at the exact same time. Someone please go watch that back on the Dan Cheney YouTube stream. No. Um, <laughs> but no one's drinking this ready bullshit. Um, I don't think he'll cost as much as... What did we think Josh Hader was going to go for versus what he actually went for? I know he's not Shohei Otani, but he was the number one reliever and a guy who had all the the, the prestige and the name recognition. And you're like, wait, that's it. I, I just feel like guys aren't often traded for as much as we think they're going to be traded for. I think the most interesting part of the Shohei Otani discussion is whether a team like the Mariners or the Orioles or the Diamondbacks or the Reds should make this deal, right? Because they're all teams that have been building things up slowly, doing it the right way. And they could maybe start their contending window a little bit early and rent Shohei Otani and do what the Brewers did in 2008. Now, what I find interesting, should another team try to recreate what we had with CeCe and the Mariners? The I think that would be really fun to watch. I would enjoy watching one of those teams rent Shohei Otani. That would be electric. So that's kind of what I'm pulling for. 
Yeah, because we keep picturing Shohei in a big market jersey. Nope. Shohei Otani, you are a Minnesota twin. Yeah, or you're an Oriole. And it's like, oh. And and I don't think it would mean the Orioles. The Orioles have a great young core. They're building it up the right way. They're going to be a good team. And when Shohei leaves in the offseason, if they were to acquire him, I don't think they're all of a sudden going to suck. I just think they would maybe think of that rental of Shohei like we think of CeCe. Like, that's when our franchise finally became relevant and respectable again. And we needed to break down that wall. And I think the Mariners or the Diamondbacks, so it's been so long for some of these teams to, to have been relevant or in the postseason that I think it might be worth it. That's kind of what I'm pulling for is for him to go to a team like that. Cause I'm, I'm enjoying watching baseball as a whole. And I think a lot of these teams, Mariners, Diamondbacks, Reds, that's a big reason why. So I'd like to see him go to one of those teams. All right. Good discussion. Here's one that. Thanks Bart. Here's a, Here's where I'll pivot to one that hopefully Grant does find more interesting. That's not what I meant. That's not what I, that's not what I meant. Um, I find this mm-hmm, trite and arbitrary. And what I, I don't think the Brewers are the team, the, the rental destination that's most interesting. And I'm a Brewers fan. I think it'd be cool, but I, I don't know. I think there are cooler. Oh, it's probably not. Yeah. Okay. League wide. It's not the most interesting, but yeah, I just want my picture to be Shohei for two weeks. What is the trade deadline? What what is the trade deadline? The exact date? The 31st. 31st. All right. I sent you guys a clip in the last week or so. And I think it was a minor league game, I think is what it was, where the umpire called a strike. The batter tapped his helmet. The umpire turns around, does a quick like three-second review. Essentially, the batter challenged the ball strike tapped his helmet, and like three seconds later, the res- there was a resolution, and, and the batter was right. It was, in fact, a ball. And you guys, we, we never, like I almost never bring up topics that we have had texts about, but I decided to drop it in the moment because I had to have a long-form conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And you guys were both like, this is bad. Like, th- th- this, I don't like this. And I was, I haven't been more confused about like, Wait a minute. I can't possibly be the outlier here that thinks that this is a slam dunk, no brainer, great thing that baseball should incorporate. And you guys didn't. So let me just frame it to you this way. Having the batter in Major League Baseball have challenges is bad somehow? Mm hmm. Or mm hmm. Mm hmm. I don't want that. You're both fucking insane. Tell right. me why. I want. I need, tell me why. Well, if you, it's ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. That ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why. I don't ever want to hear you say that you want it that way again. Okay, good point. I just, I don't want more reviews. I don't want more challenges. I think the NFL has challenges that are good. Like, was his knee down? Did the toe touch the line before he had control? These are there's nothing more important than a ball and a strike. These are measurable. These are not judgment calls. That's why. That's why a challenging ball and a strike is not a judgment call. That's why challenging pass interference it never works. It is that's not why, a judgment call. It absolutely why is challenges You're in the insane. NBA. How is it not? Calls. I don't want it in baseball. The precision of what they have the technology for to within like, you know, like microscopic like detail, 
that it, we're exactly across home plate. If at any portion across home plate, like it is precise. It is not like a subjective call. Oh, was that a ball or a strike? No, it was, well, I'm not sure. It could have gone either way. That's not correct. Been that way for 150 years. Because technology took a while to catch up. Why do you think they took 12 years to make the next avatar? Because technology had to catch up. Oh, Christ. Why, why, why? No, Jesus. So when Abner I am, I, I am not I, I might be in the minority of this conversation, but this I can't possibly be in the grand scheme of baseball fans. This is Abner a- and his boys, Abner Doubleday, founder of baseball. We're sitting around the fucking chicken coop. Fucking, how, how do how do we like he, he, the guys? He, so so you're telling me he's gonna throw it to me, and then I'm not like. It can't just be like, wait till the guy swings for a pitch you like. So there's got to be some system of, we'll call it balls and strikes. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. But what is like, what is the zone? I don't know. Fucking chest, knees, somewhere around home plate. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And now, 150 years later, we're like, it's a precise measurement of this. And it's gonna be in this square, and everything needs to be regulated. I mean, yeah, out of fifty years ago, the sports invent the sports invented this guy. This this guy don't know that there's gonna be planes. This guy doesn't know that there's gonna be computers in your pocket. Launching. This guy doesn't know that there's gonna be ready sports drinks that have real food as a carb source. This shit is gross. Hashtag not an ad. Hashtag. Not an ad. <laughs> what if like three weeks from now I'm like, guys, you know this ready sports drink is just so fucking good. It really refreshes me in the morning. I don't know, Paul. I know I get your logic. I get your argument. You probably win it. You probably win in a court of law. You probably you probably win over the public consumption. I'm just saying that as a person, me, I think that there needs to there needs to be we this 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 rush to get sports i just want the calls to be perfect i don't i want there to be ref, like in soccer i want there to be refs that that shouldn't have been a yellow card well that ref gave it to him because he was pissed about all and like he doesn't like it as much as i there's got to be difference you can't you can't have robots ref you got to have other like i know this ref doesn't like chris paul that shit's good i know it's not no it is not good yes, no it, it is, is not is. There should not be referee subjectivity that impacts well, human subjectivity. Chris Paul plays a different one. Chris Paul goes 0 for 6. Human error. The ref misses six calls. Can't have that. There must be never, an you, should ne- you should never know the referee or the umpire's name. If you do, it's because they're bad. I am worried about there never being another, another Marvel movie made because this writer's strike the, these, these and the actor's strike the studios are so fucking corrupt. Did you see this tweet I retweeted that the studios that they were picketing along this like shaded area. So the studios had all the leaves removed. They cut all the branches of the trees so that there's no shade to to march. They're evil. We're already going to lose thousands of jobs to computers and AI and automation. There's people that can't work because all you got to do is, drive to the drive-thru and go tap, tap McChicken, and you want more jobs to be gone because of robots, also that you can sit in your precious fucking throne and say, I don't care if my team wins as long as calls are perfecto. 
as you lord above us. You mentioned the like a yellow card, red card in soccer. Umpires will still have discretion and subjectivity of like, oh well, this this umpire or, or this manager said something I didn't like. I'm going to eject that manager. Or oh, uh, like that's 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 the equivalent of a red card, yellow card. Like, how did someone react to something? But like, if you're like. I mean, first off, Bart, like when they invented basketball, did they think there'd be this weird like arc thing around called a three point line? Like there should be it should be worth two points only. Like this is it's like this will not age well for you. Like this is bad. Like yeah, sports evolve, like shocking newsbreaker right there. Like this is the right thing to pitchers were not throwing 102 miles an hour with spin rates about RPMs and blah 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 blah. Like it's not an umpire's fault that their eyes, the human eye, is not trained to do that anymore. Like the ball yeah, was so not. Then, so then, then just be like, eh, you know what? That felt like a ball. That's a that I hate. This is so stupid. What a terrible take. You know what though? I'm not performing. I, I know you're not performing, which is what makes it worse. <laughs> I don't like. Ro- fucking robots got to do everything. They challenged a home run call in the all-star game and they got it wrong that was wrong that was a home run they fucked that up people forget grant say, um, say more on this i for the most part agree with bart paul i i think you're so concerned with getting things right and you're so concerned in in, in perfecting things yeah, you're, you're not you're not considering what this will do to sports and sports discourse you want to pave heaven and put up a parking lot is what you want yeah you do you'll now be like, you'll be like look at all these great parking spots look what we've accomplished and 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 then you'll start to think oh, i remember when we used to be able to talk about this and this and i remember when when bill schroeder on on the broadcast used to say this funny punchline when the ump would get this wrong and, and these are the things that we're going to lose if we keep striving for progress for the sake of progress and I'm not performing either. I think there needs to be a, a certain human margin of error in sports to keep things in, in balance. There needs to be a natural ebb and flow between the manager and the dugout who's saying that's fucking terrible. And the ump who gives them the enough. I think that's a dynamic we need in baseball. I, I think we need that. I don't want to lose that. Feel free to cut this next five seconds if you want, but I'm going to say this. My two liberal friends are anti-progressive in their sports i'm i'm what a, a, what a world i'm anti-progressive in sports and i think i'm also against bart in this uh writer's actor strike i'm on the actors and writers side but also like marvel lights 300 300 million dollars on fire every show they make and they're like why aren't people watching it's because it's the hundredth well, marvel show that's not bad I'm sure it's not, but maybe they shouldn't have made 200 shows before it to get to secret invasion maybe people would actually oh, watch that's it. a bad take all the shows have been fine the problem, the problem is, the problem is they're like featuring not white men. Okay, well now we're troll. Now we're. I troll. don't. I, I, the Marvel's coming out with a superhero. I don't want to watch this teenage girl. Well, then you don't want to watch Marvel. Well, that's another thing. We are we are conditioning we are conditioning people to not be fans of characters or content, but instead be fans of brands. And we have people like yourself, and it's not a bad thing. But you're a Marvel out, guy. Marvel can put out three hours of guys just, you know, sitting there uh, twiddling their dicks, and I'd watch it for the fucking. I love Marvel. I That's what it. I'm saying. I don't want to continue. I don't want to be a fan of IP or a brand. I want to be a fan. Oh, of I love IP. I'm start, a fan okay, of IP. Aren't you a fan of Bart Winkler show IP? Yeah, and I don't know. 
Yeah, I am. Yeah, so I if am. I put out if I put out a week of shit, I was gonna say. I think I think you know that people are fans of your IP, so then you can you know. Do you think I'm dogging my content? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no. You think no, I'm you out schlock because I know people will come back? No, you've never once on an episode of anything you've ever done been like, oh, I'm, you know, I just, I just can't wait for ten o'clock or blah blah. blah. You know, we, we're fan. This is the the world that in which we're living. We're conditioned. I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm a Marvel fan. I'm a Bart Winkler fan, and I'm going to eat up whatever they serve me because I'm loyal to the brand. And it doesn't really matter if the content is any good or if there's too much of it. Well, That's the content is good with Marvel. I think the content is good. It, it might be. I'm Secret Invasion is probably what Andor was to Star Wars. It's like, this is actually a unique, good show. The problem is it's followed so much shit that's just been manufactured to keep us sitting at the table eating. Nah, it was weird because the guy's like, uh, graphics like, we got to pretend to be the Russians. And then he has a fucking Groot arm. That was weird. I don't know what that means, but I, I yeah. the right. I'm enjoying following the writer's strike. Oh, you're on mute. You muted yourself, friend. I don't know how that's happening. Um, Usually a button turns off. I didn't touch anything. All I was say is, Bart, you, you, you said, no, all the Marvel shows are good, but you can rewind the tape and two minutes ago, you described them as being fine, at which point I was going to chime in and say, well, that's a high bar for something that, to get Bart to watch. It just it, it's, it's, If it's Marvel and it's fine. So I don't know. Is it good or is it fine? Which, which is it? Huh? Is it? Is no, the, content- the, real problem, the real problem with Marvel is that Endgame and Infinity War were so amazing because it was the culmination of a story. Everyone was there. And then everyone thinks that WandaVision needs to be Infinity War. Like these, these guys can't tell their own story. Well, first off, first off, WandaVision is the best thing Marvel has ever done, period. WandaVision was very good. WandaVision is fantastic. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Much better than people give credit. Is that, is that similar to Falcon and the Wilton Soldier? I'm gonna say I'm not familiar Loki. with Falcon. Uh, Loki sucked. great. No, it wasn't. You didn't like Loki? I watched it because of your recommendation, and I did not. Ca- I did not care for it at all. <laughs> no, it's personal. I didn't like the episode where they like were in some fucking time place. Uh, what if? Yeah, that one kind of drank. That was a Creed song, and Creed is coming back. Hawkeye is a lot better than it gives credit for. Moonlight, uh, Moon Knight, I can't wait to watch again. Miss Marvel was good. She-Hulk was acceptable. <laughs> Guardians was terrific. Ant-Man sucked. The new Ant-Man was fucking trash. I will first, say. I liked the first Ant-Man movie, and then the second one I didn't like, and so I just, I'm not going to watch the third. Uh, what's next? All right. All right. Do a Packer one, maybe. In the interest of time, yeah, Packers. Um, I have two NFL. I'm going to start with this one. The non-Jordan Love Packers player, whose name will be said the most slash written the most during training camp, the most number of word times that this player's name is written and or said in the media, not Jordan Love. The media starts with me, if you've never heard that before. I did yeah. once or twice. Um, that player will be, and I'm going to use this name because of what Andy Herman said on the Bart Winkler show, Romeo Dobbs will be the most named, most written, most said non-Jordan Love player between, what, July 29th and the end of training camp. Mm-hmm, or mm-mm, that 
Romeo Dobbs would be the most talked about non Jordan Love Packers player during 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 training camp. No, no. The narrative for training camps have already been set. Uh, it'll be AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. All we care about now is running backs. You got former running backs, current running backs tweeting. Why even run the football if you're not going to pay us respectfully? Running backs are kind of fucked. It is weird that Odell Beckham can just land into $15 million. But if you're a running back, you'd never get a second contract. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of attention. Like, we very mel- we very well may not have a – like, is a, are either of these guys a running back next year? A.J. Dillon, free agent, right? Um, I feel like Jones is probably – no, probably not. Jones has been probably not for two, three years. Oh, I was going to say, but we've thought that the last couple off seasons. Yeah. I think AJ Dillon kind of like ramps up the, Hey, I'm, I love Wisconsin. Cause he knows he ain't as good as he, he should ramp play. up playing football. Cause he was very mid last year. Should we, should we keep AJ Dillon? Yeah. He wrote a kid's book. Yeah. But on third and one, he lost two yards. <laughs> he fell over when he got touched. He fell forward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did fall forward, but. Dobbs is a good one. You know, I think um, I think the running backs will get a lot of attention. I think Bakhtiari, you know, is going to spend three weeks talking about how we have to see that Jim Caviezel movie, so that'll eat up some fucking time. Um, Tim, cut that in post. I can't wait till Bakhtiari's out of here. Who's um, the volume on that? Get him out of here. Uh, I asked you a Bakhtiari trade question like six weeks ago. And you said, mm-mm. Well, I would trade him. <laughs> Something has changed. I, I want to trade him for Bakhtiari three years ago. Not talent-wise, but his brain. You, you could just mute him and just, you know, appreciate his football skills if you'd like. But that, that's their decision. In a world where David Bakhtiari never met Aaron Rodgers. I would like that world. I can't say more because I've retired from it. I think it's Christian Watson, personally. I just think he's the guy. I think of young ascending quarterbacks in this league, and it is hard to win in this league. Let's remember young ascending quarterbacks in this league who have succeeded have been kind of tied at the hip to their wide receiver, Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase and Diggs and Allen and Mahomes and Hill. I I just think if Jordan Love is any good at all, Christian Watson is going to be a big part of that. And they need a number one wide receiver. They need a guy. Even if they have a, a group of multiple weapons and they're all exciting, they need the guy. They need the number wide receiver one, as folks will refer to him on Twitter. What about, kicker, what, about, what about kicker one? Kicker one. Punt return one. <laughs> I think it'll be I think it'll be Watson. I think I think there's a there's a lot riding on Christian Watson to go from young, toolsy, flashy, exciting rookie to down in and down out, week in and week out, the guy that you can build your offense. Yeah, I'm not there on him yet. Really? I think we're going to have to be there on him, is my point, if they want to do anything. like Christian Watson is going to be in a class with, like, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Like, relax. Don't, don't, don't. Bruce Irons does not speak for the rest of this fan base. That account sucks. Don't, don't, don't put that on me. Don't put that on us. Bruce Irons? Don't you put that all evil on me. Oh, I'm not. I didn't see. Did he tweet that stuff? I remember a couple weeks ago he was tweeting about how uh, Christian Watson has a higher ceiling than Justin Jefferson. And I'm at work, and I got my Vikings coworkers who were like, "You're Packers fans, really think?" I'm like, 
And but but I'm like, yeah, Christian Watson does have a higher ceiling because he's <laughs> faster and he's bigger. But inside, I'm like, I fucking hate Packers fans. It's the worst sometimes. But I'm not hearing that from a Vikings fan. I'll defend my guy. I'll defend my. I'm an owner. But it's stuff like that. Yeah. I, but I think Watson, if this team is going to be any better than around 500 and, and fight for the division, I think Watson has to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think he can be. I just, I don't, I, I think, I think we're like. Well, I would say that if, if, when did, uh, when did, like, when did Watson hit his second half peak, like week 10 or something? When did he have his like insane run? It started like around week 10. If that was like an eight game season and like you literally, your brain was men in blacked with the chart, with the pen for the first eight, nine games. And all you could ever remember in your brain was those last, the second half of the season. You would think Christian Watson is as good or better than Justin Jefferson or anybody, because those games were, I mean, incredible off the charts. Amazing. Like that he is, healthy. He, he was healthy. That was the difference. And I need to rewatch. Cause like, I mean, he was, he was absurdly like elite. Just when we had Devonte Adams. Maybe I'm still thinking of that being the bar. You, um, <laughs> when, when you told when you told Andy Herman that's a Pete Bukowski job, I, I thought that was really funny. By the way, I thought that was a, that made me laugh. Like, I'm not going to go there and track every single play he ever did. I go, yeah, Pete can do that. Yeah, yeah, that's a Pete Bukowski <laughs> job. That was funny. That was not you mailing in your content. That got a good chuckle out of me. I, I don't think, I, I don't think I've mailed in any of these shows. Maybe one. Which one? I didn't mean to throw accusations. I didn't mean to, you know, do that. That wasn't my point. I'm just but glad I'm that we've got. I didn't mail it. Sometimes I just don't have good content. There's really hasn't been much going on the last two weeks. I'm, I'm aware. I am. Yeah, I need football season. I don't, I don't need it. Right I always need it. I need it right now. I need it right now. We <laughs> need close. this. My family needs this. Your family might actually. Well, no. My family needs it. I think the only thing you ever mailed in. I'm, I'm piping up this Otani Brewer shit just to maybe scratch a few listeners. I don't believe that shit. I don't want him here. Fuck him. Just kidding. Bart, Bart, did you get any other messages from people? Like, what was the reaction to how absurdly scared you were being in the Brewers parking lot? Like, what what other comments or voicemails have you gotten about you? Because that should have that episode should have come with a trigger warning for people like me. Because like I was. So anxious. It made me, it put me like, I was nervous listening to it because I was you, nervous. Yes. And trust me, you gave that impression. Don't worry. What were some of the other comments or feedback you got from your um, episode there? Because uh, that thing was going nowhere fast. And then Tim Allen saved the day. <laughs> I don't think it was going nowhere fast. Unless more, unless more, you know, people would have come up to you and asked you for directions to Harley Fest. That was that was the best part up until that. Just follow the hogs. That's what I would have told them. Tim did put me at ease though. Uh, Allen. Tim Allen did, yeah. I related to you because I am the guy who's not a rule breaker naturally, even like minor rules. I don't so, like, when, we, when we would go ding dong ditching in my youth, I was I was never calmed. I was always on edge. I was always uneasy. I was yeah, that's something like if someone came up to me and said, "Hey, you can't do that." I would have been like, I understand. Mm -hmm. But if a guy goes, you can't buy your liquor anywhere but right here, I don't understand. I don't right. want to do that, he says. I don't want to do that. Yeah, so I, I would – I'll be honest, Bart. Like, I'm not saying 
if you said, hey, you want to go record an episode in the Miller Park? Oh, God, I did it. You've got me doing it. Do it. So then just go finish it. It's fine. In the, I'm gonna, I'll call it in the brewer's parking lot. I would have said no because I don't know if that's allowed. So I'm not. So I, I also would have. I just would have not done it, even though it's probably totally fine. But if I did do it, I probably would not have spent the first 30 minutes <laughs> verbalizing my concern after a minute. All right. I have one more topic for you. Well, Angie, I'm sorry. I'll send you all my shows before I post them. So if you, if you, <laughs> I just was surprised you kept going. Um, by the way, were you, I, I saw the clip, obviously, that you posted on Twitter to promote that episode. When that woman came up to you looking for directions, were you already outside on the lawn chairs at yeah. that point? Okay. We were recording the show. Yes. What I, the way that you, because I heard the, I heard the episode before I saw the video. And the way you described it in the podcast episode was you said she really had no questions about the fact that we're sitting like this. And, and I pictured, I don't know why, but I think it's the way you described it. I pictured you and Tim in the back seat of your car. Oh, I said back seat of my car. Yeah. You, okay. You did. Okay. So I'm not making that up. You said back. So I was like, yeah, she should have had questions. <laughs> like, yeah. But if you were just like outside of lawn chairs, then it makes sense. Uh, last one for you. The New York jets are officially on hard knocks. I will, I will, <laughs> I see your look. I will editorialize and say, I haven't, I'm trying to, I don't think there's been a time in recent years where I have left Hard Knocks not rooting for the team that was on Hard Knocks. It's edited in a way that makes you root for the Hard Knocks team. You are worried Hard Knocks is going to get you to root for the Aaron Rodgers led New York Jets. Maybe, and but for those of you who would have rooted anyway, right? Because I, I'm talking to the audience of especially Bart here, because I know how anti QB he is. Um, but like, it's going to get you to root for the Jets more. Like, you're going to become like a Jets fan if you were if you were already like kind of a pro Rogers guy. But for the sake of Bart and Grant, uh, you're worried a little bit that Hard Knocks is going to turn you into a, a pro Jets 2023 season fan. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, I'm not like anti-passionately rooting against the Jets. I also, going into Hard Knocks hasn't started yet. I hear the comments from Sauce Gardner and Quinnen Williams and, and Rogers and Garrett Wilson. A lot of these guys who've been in the NFL for two, three years at the most and have never won anything. And they're like Super Bowl this year. You know, we're, we're, you know, we're adding another trophy to the trophy case. It's like, okay, you guys will be lucky to have a very good season and maybe win a playoff game. Wow, and I and I, I kind of want that reality to smack these guys across the face. So I, I'm I'm looking for that a little bit. I'm also not rooting for Rodgers to fail miserably. The story of the Jets and someone within the Jets don't know who, but they don't want to show players getting cut because it's dehumanizing. Um, I promise I, you where that came from. I have a good idea. It sounds like that sounds familiar. Sounds like maybe we maybe know where that came from. Don't want to assume, but again, it sounds familiar. I don't think it's going to make me cheer for the jets, but I'm absolutely going to watch every second. Cause I think it's going to be very, very interesting. I think it's going to be electric. Bart, before you answer grant, like if there's a very like, and there will be Rogers centric episode, how much of that do you think will make its way onto the Wisco sports show? How much of that do you think will make it onto the statewide network that you produce? Like how much, how much will this increase Rogers talk? 
on your on your radio shows? Probably a lot of both. I mean, there's not a lot going on with the Jordan Love Packers are not an interesting team, which I think is good. And I think that's what Packers fans have, have wanted. We didn't want yeah. the drama. Yeah. I, I don't really have anything to say about this Packers team until the season starts. I'll talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets on hard knocks, not obsessively. Like I, I will admit that Aaron Rodgers is interesting to talk about and, and makes for good talk radio. I'm not going to deny that. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it on both shows that I'm on hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Bart, because I know Bart's going to delay. I'm not sure he's, how he's going to take this answer anyway. So, Grant, let me just ask you. Do you typically leave Hard Knocks liking that team, rooting for that team a lot, a little, not really? I probably average an episode and a half of Hard Knocks a year. I almost never watch the whole thing. Whoa! I, I, I for the most part, lose interest. I, eh. Wow! Um, yeah, I don't like documentaries. Now i got to watch this quarterback thing? God. I'm not going to watch the quarterback thing. Um, oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't like Derek Carr and Antonio Brown. I remember the Raiders. Um, I liked Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys when they were on it a couple years ago. Uh, the I liked the Lions, I guess, fine enough, but I, I mm-hmm. probably would have liked those teams anyways. I think Hard Knocks needs the Jets more than the Jets. You know, like Hard Knocks, who cares? Everybody's creating their own content. Hard Knocks is yesterday's fucking news. It might be trending that way. Yeah. I just I said this about uh, like this is why I wanted off the ride, and even if there's like good or bad, even if this is not about criticizing Rodgers, but when you have Rodgers, you can't just watch football week to week. Mm-hmm. You have to like invest yourself in hard knocks now and like know what's going on. And- but also, like you know, Bart, the last couple weeks there hasn't been anything to talk about. I don't think that's always a bad thing. Like a team well, when hard knocks is on, like I got Aaron Rodgers now, like. It, towards the end, I'd almost like watch McAfee's show being like, oh, fuck, what's he going to say? 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 And I would watch like, come on, give me one thing that's going to be a good topic for a half hour. It's not, it's not the. Because you watch, because McAfee was pregame for you. It was in the middle. Oh, of yeah. Right. Like your show could immediately react to McAfee's show. Mm-hmm. Mine, I had to watch everybody talk about it for a day. And then get in the next morning. Oh, like, and in and in and in the timeline of the internet, that's forever. You know, if if he says something at 1.30 in the afternoon and you come on the next day at 8 a.m. and talk about it, you are so behind. Through no fault of your own. I've you know, but that's that's an eternity in time of the internet. Do you have to Yeah? Um you? Yeah. I I'm very I would say I'm curious about seeing the Jets. I, I would have I think if you're a Packers fan, the only thing you absolutely if you're if you're a Rodgers fan, great, root for Rodgers. But the only thing you should truly Packers centric be focused on is that Rodgers needs to play 65 percent of the snaps. That's the magic number. Don't forget about this just because we're no, that's, a little bit that's over. They're not doing that. What? That, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? There's no trade thing like that, is there? Yes, there is. The Packers get the first round pick if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. Oh, okay. It wasn't based on winning. <clears throat> no. Percent you don't remember this? Grant. I thought there was something in there where like we don't have to worry about it at all. No. Uh the it becomes a 2024 first round pick that the Packers acquire if Rodgers plays 20 uh, plays 65% of the snaps. <clears throat> and that's it. That's the only qualifier. All right. Well, that sucks. I mean, it's it's not like Brian Ferentz at Iowa where it's 24 points a game and we're going to need to closely monitor it to see if he gets fired. Like 65% of the snaps, if he's the starting quarterback for by and large most of the season, going to happen. 
So it's, yeah. it's not like we need to watch it closely and do math and follow along. I don't think there's yeah, going to be. They want a reason back. to watch it all. You know. I think the thing is like, Bart, you're going to want to, if you're not watching Hard Knocks live, you, for your sanity, Bart, you are going to want to avoid Twitter between what, 8, well, and, I'll, 9, I'll watch eight and 9 p.m. Central Time it's on be Sunday night. And, and what I told the coworker yesterday, because, you know, well, the Jets have final say what goes into it. You know, they get to look at the final edit and make sure nothing does it. Yeah, but we're just a couple years removed from the Jets letting their quarterback, who was mic'd up, say on national television that he was seeing ghosts. Like the the Jets have had final say over content before and completely botched it. So fingers crossed they do it again. Also, Is I'm that- not sure I, I don't love Robert Sala. I, I'm not sure I'm cheering for this coaching staff. I think they've been awful and dysfunctional for years, and now they have Rodgers. And it's like the bully has come over to their side now on the playground. And they're like, yeah, what the fuck is up? Yeah, what are you going to say now? It's like, I'm pretty sure you're still an ass coach. I'm not convinced that any of you are great at your jobs. And I kind of want to I kind of want to see that come back to bite him in the butt. By the way, the the secondary thing that could happen as a result of all of this is if the Packers do have a – well – less than impressive regular season and they don't make the play. The Packers could be the 2024 hard knocks team with, you know, with quite ease, as long as they don't fire LeFleur, you can't, the hard knocks team cannot be a team that changed coaches in the off season, but oh, that'd be the, great. The, I mean, that would, and that, by the way, that would be truly then Mark Murphy's parting gift um, because hard knocks. well, that because he would retire in July of 24, I think is Murphy's retirement date. So it would be like, as yeah, that would probably be part of the story, part of the hard knocks. Um, but if the Packers make the playoffs, no hard knocks. So yeah, that's the rule. Do it for HBO, right? It has, I think. HBO. Do you guys know those rules? It has to be a non-playoff team who doesn't change coaches. Is that is that the qualifier? Yeah, yeah. two losing seasons in a row. So it could, been, it could have been the Packers this year, but good for, the, good for no. the NFL and good for Roger Goodell. No, because they made the play. You need to miss the playoffs two seasons in a row. Two seasons in a row. Yeah. Two you can seasons. have a bad year. Any team can have a bad year, but in order to be hard knock spotter, you got to, you know. No, but is that the real, is that a real qualifier? You have to lose a two. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if it was one or two. Okay. Good to know. Well, so then I'm right. Yeah. Then the Packers could be if they miss the playoffs. Will, will be. Let's face it. Like the Packers, even if they're still the Green Bay Packers, like they, they will be coveted as the hard knocks team the moment that they're eligible, which they've not been eligible since Grant was a toddler. Probably before, honestly. When did Hard Knocks start? Like late nineties, early two thousands? Two thousand one or two. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm like nervous. Grant has to go to his real job. So Yep, I'm good. I got every I got all my questions. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. This was a good podcast. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt good like it was a it was a weird, unexpected pick me up, Grant, last week. You texted afterwards. You said that was a really good episode. I was like, all right, good. <laughs> All right, good. Craig, was, was that? A- oh, that's right. That was the Craig one. I got so I, the number of, yeah. How many comments did you get about like? How many comments did you get about the Craig stuff? Because I got more than the fair share of things that came my way. Craig, do you agree that Bob Iger that the that Marvel's making too many TV shows? Because I kind of like Ant Man myself. It wasn't gone with the wind, but it didn't need to be. It's just Paul Rudd. <laughs> I I do need to go. I'm not just a sucker for Paul Rudd. Bye, Grant. Bye.
Bye. Bye, Paul. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. See you, hey, buddy. Wait. Yeah. Yes. Do you have two minutes? Hit it. The Milwaukee Pro Soccer has come down to their final 10 names. It will be one of these 10. Okay. Let me just throw it at you quick, each name, and tell me what you think. Okay. And I will also give you my real thought. Okay. And I'll be PA guy. Uh, welcome to the night's match, the Milwaukee Tall Boys. No. Yeah. People love that one. People love that one more than any other name that we've. Uh, no, no, I mean, you like you know, I don't drink, but my concern would be, you're going to want to appeal to families, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think mean, a sure, a bunch of supporters can be called the Tall Boys or something. What can? Like a section of supporters, like there can be a little group. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine, but I, I mean, I would want to market it to kids. So, what's a tall boy? Why are they the tall boys? I, it's not a good. It's not a good idea. Taking the field is Goodland FC. Yes, I don't love it, but I'm good. I'm okay with it. Uh, taking the field tonight, the Milwaukee Barons. Yeah, that's got an alcohol connotation. I don't even know. What, I don't even know. Baron is like like Baron, like a like a flight, like a. Um... Well, maybe beer barons. You know, back in the day with prohibition. Yeah, I don't really know enough about what a baron is or isn't. There's but it's already sounds... like a group that is called the Milwaukee Barons. It's just like, hey, we support Milwaukee soccer. We're the Barons. So there's like some history to it. I, I don't oh. know. Barons. Okay. Milwaukee Brigade. What is that? What What's the point? What's What is that? The brigade. Yeah, is that a Milwaukee thing that I don't know about? I don't know. So I'm going to say no. The Milwaukee Iron. That was the football team? For two seasons. Uh, no, I'd, I'd want my own. I'd want my own name. Fresh Coast. I don't get it. Why? Because we're on the coast of Lake Michigan. Why is it the Fresh Coast? Because it's not the West fresh. Coast. Or, or is it because it's, is it, it's not freshwater. Is the lake freshwater? Yes, no. Paul. It is? Sorry, I don't know these things. Saltwater is the ocean. Is freshwater the lake? Well, and Salt Lake City's salt. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's okay. Cream City. Just Cream City? FC. I don't want Cream City. I, it's, I don't. I didn't know the story about Cream City Brick until the Bucks changed their colors. Yeah, no one for 800 years. Right. So I'm, I'll say I'll pass on that. Milwaukee Industrial. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. 1846 Milwaukee. Yeah. 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 Lake Effect FC. I do like. I do like. Lake Effect is really good. I, I do I, I like because we when we talked about Lake Effect, <laughs> there wasn't the FC on it, and it did it needs something, and I think it got that something. So yeah, I like it. All right, those are the ten. So wait, what were the ones that we read? Uh, so Lake Effect FC, the Barons is okay. Um, uh, 1846 Milwaukee, good like 1846 Milwaukee, yeah, good land's okay. Um, do they know like what like the is the mascot or like the nickname a totally different conversation? Um, no, I think like what might happen is they could even combine names from this. It could be the iron brigade. And then there's like the tall boys are the fucking fake nickname. But then the real nickname is like the barons or something, you know, yeah. a lot of these, I don't think it's just going to be one. Th- I think the <clears throat> branding and what will happen is, uh, a lot of a lot of this will be used in some way. Sure. Like Forward Madison, which is I think is a great name. Yeah. They they're the flamingos. Mm-hmm. And then they call their supporters the flock. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Uh, is that not public yet? What? Those the final ten names? Oh no, it was tweeted. I don't they don't I, I don't know anything. Oh. I got no insight here. Okay. Oh, uh, I, I wish I would have seen. I'm like, hey, what? So what? What like? What do you think the name's gonna be? And they're like, just don't ask me that, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I wish I would have known that before we did the show. Um, yeah, it was announced during the show. Oh, it's literally it is breaking news. Okay, that's why I'm doing it to you immediate. But now right. I'll let you go. What's that? Now you can let me go. Sounds good. Now um, we're gonna the show. Feel free to feel free to. Are you okay with the part where I said my two liberal friends are anti-progressive? Well, not only am I keeping that, and I'm keeping this in. Now. I'm still recording. Oh, you are, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I, I swear, I did not know you were still recording. I'm not liberal. What are you? I don't define myself as liberal. I define myself as someone common sense who wants people to not die and thinks that. Uh, you know, everyone should have like an equal shot at trying to make it in this country. Now, do all of my beliefs line up to be a super lib? Yeah, they might. But I don't say that I'm liberal. And with that, good night. <laughs>